Welcome to a bonus edition of the Living Force Podcast, a Utini production, D23 Extravaganza. And now here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Hilton, Eric Eilerson, and Dr. Charles Henkel. This is the bonus episode of Living Force. I'm Eric, Dr. Charles, Dr. Corey. Let's go! Let's yes. talk about Star Wars. So this will be interesting for all the listeners because Woo-hoo! we have never talked about anything except for books. So this is kind of like a, maybe a preview of what our Patreon stuff will look like, or maybe yeah. we'll just launch a whole new podcast. I don't know. Yeah, man. And I, don't, if, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. And if you were on Patreon, you'd probably get video so you can see Charles in his sick-ass Obi-Wan cosplay he's rocking for right now. And it is pretty Next sick. time. Oh. Next time. But yes, <clears throat> guys, as Corey said, we are here in a weird new episode because D23 happened this weekend, and we were like, oh, some cool stuff will happen, but we had no idea it would emotionally devastate us to the yes. extent that it did, <laughs> so we need to talk about it. This, I mean, this is like, I mean, Celebration was more, I think, emotionally traumatizing for me because I was there, right. but... I think we got more emotionally traumatizing information at a flipping like Disney Plus panel for Comic yeah. Cloud. What the heck? Like they ridi- re- absolutely ridiculous. So, so real quick, what we're gonna be talking about on this episode, right? A lot of stuff happened at D twenty three. They announced a bunch of stuff about Disney Plus, including a bunch of other Disney properties. Marvel had a bunch of stuff that was really awesome. That's all great. We're gonna hit a couple main things that, if you're listening to this, we assume you already know about. But if you don't, we get to break some really cool news to you, all right? So, we're going to be talking about the Clone Wars date announcement that dropped, a little bit of Cassian Andor news, the Mandalorian trailer that got dropped, the biggest reveal in the history of Charles's life that got dropped. Yes. And finally, because we are recording this on Monday evening, the Rise of Skywalker footage that now we've all seen. It got it got dropped on Saturday, if I remember correctly. Right? Uh, during yeah. yeah, during the morning panel, and everyone on Twitter was talking about it, but there were no phones allowed, so we had descriptions that we all freaked out about, but now yeah, we have we seen the footage, we are going to watch it on this podcast, react to it, along with you. <sighs> Guys, I'm already out of breath. This is this has been a, such a day! <laughs> it has been such a crazy amount of information. Like, this is kind of unlike, unlike Lucasfilm, too, I feel yeah. like. Like, I mean, we usually get, like... A lot of build-up leading up to stuff, and I don't know. The rumors were right. That never happens. Yeah. Well, this year has been like, well, why aren't we getting any information about stuff? Oh, they they suck at marketing. There's no hype in Star Wars. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine just how smug Kathleen Kennedy was seeing all these tweets before this weekend, sipping her tea, being like, these, these bastards aren't ready for what I'm going to do to them. <laughs> And we weren't. I don't, under, I don't but understand now, how they. How did they keep it so quiet? That's what I don't understand. That they is a great didn't. question. <laughs> I mean, uh, last week, but so what were you going to say, Charles? You had something to say. I was just going to say now. I mean, for those people who were saying it wasn't enough, now it's like information overload. Like I almost couldn't process the last announcement by the time the next one was coming around. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we'll do on yeah. this little bonus episode. We're going to try to keep it a little shorter than usual. We're going to go through. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Good luck with that. We'll try. Um, so the first thing I want to get into is we put up a poll on Saturday about uh, what 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 thing you guys were most excited for. What announcement? Now, at that point, we hadn't seen this sizzle reel for Rise of Skywalker, but we knew it existed. And I want to read those poll results really quick to kind of give Corey and Charles, you guys, a kind of metric on where we are. So first of all, we got 89 votes on this poll. Yeah, that's really nice. good. Which is super cool. So thank you if you voted. Thank you for if you retweeted, liked, all that stuff. That was super fun because it was a crazy day to be part of Star Wars Twitter. With 27%, Mandalorian trailer came in third for most excited. With 28%, just barely coming in second, was the Obi-Wan announcement. And in first place was the Rise of Skywalker sizzle reel with 45%. Now, that was purely based on... Twitter descriptions of what the sizzle yes. reel was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now I, I tell you what. Now too. So this is this is a big deal because like um, I don't remember what episode it was. It was a couple weeks ago. And Eric, you asked Charles and I like, what are we most excited about coming up in December? And we all said the Mandalorian. All of us did. Uh-huh. But I have to say, I think I think that this poll is 
the order of what I'm most excited about. Yep. The Sizzle Reel, then Obi-Wan, then The Mandalorian. And to say that, like, just a couple weeks ago, I was saying that I was most excited about The Mandalorian of everything that's coming out. And th- that means that Obi-Wan and The Rise of Skywalker are both ahead of that. And that's, like, a super big deal. That's a big jump for me in my head. So. Yeah, man. And the thing is, The Mandalorian trailer, which, again, we're going to get to in a second, was amazing. It, yes, was, it was great. And then it they totally it totally <laughs> made up for how angry I was at celebration that we didn't get the trailer. Yeah, like, and I want to go into some details about that uh, too once we get to that point. But real quick, we're gonna bang out these news things that don't have video with them. So first news news announcement we officially got was that the Clone Wars season seven will officially be premiering in February of 2020. Now, as I understood it, it had, it was always 2020. Like I I didn't think we were ever gonna get this at launch. I think it was very smart for them not to do it at launch. Let the Mandalorian get off its feet. Let Rise of Skywalker go. And then when we're about two months after the movie release and everyone's kind of either seen it 18,000 times, Mandalorian will be finished up. Then we can dive into Clone Wars. Like, I think this is yeah. a great idea. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised on to, to me that it's being released as early as it is. I mean, February, following the Rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian, that seems relatively close. I mean, it's only three months from... You know, from Mandalorian. So, mm-hmm. I wonder if they have other things planned for mid twenty twenty. Maybe. When is Resistance coming out? Uh, this fall. Oh, that's this fall. That's oh, in October. Shoot. Yeah. Holy crap! I don't know how I missed that date. Yeah, so that's coming out then, mm. and then, um, yeah. I mean, they got it. They'll always have stuff, I assume, rolling, and then Disney Plus will be kind of getting a bunch of stuff because they said within the first calendar year. That's when they'll have all the Marvel and Star Wars stuff, but they're not going to have it all at launch. So there'll probably mm-hmm. be big announcements like next week, like we're getting Winter Soldier or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. So one thing that was released with this announcement was a new still because we got the trailer for Clone Wars Season 7 back at Celebration, which is a yep. incredible. But now we have a new still yeah. with Maul and Ahsoka. And- yeah, I just I just want to say that, that the Clone Wars panel I went to in Celebration was – probably my favorite panel i went to like like we we went to it because it wasn't a lottery system we were like there's no way that like we're me and caitlin were saying there's no way we're going to get into this panel like because this is one of the most highly anticipated panels of the whole weekend but it came like a flipping sleet storm blizzard in chicago that's right morning okay so it was like Mm -hmm. it was atrocious weather so we're like you know what we're flipping here. We're at Star Wars Celebration. Damn it! Let's go. Let's go stand in line for forty-five minutes outside to maybe an hour outside and see if we can stand to be in the cold. And it wasn't bad at all because as soon as we got outside the building, they started letting people in the building, and we somehow got into the Clone Wars panel, even though it was super anticipated. And it was unbelievable. the The energy in that room was so sick, and I've never been so excited for Clone Wars before. Like. Like I just wasn't I wasn't in I wasn't into the Star Wars animation as much when Clone Wars was coming out and mm-hmm. getting big and like and to f- be in the room with all that hype was like the way that everybody was hyped for Rebels and I never got to experience that with Clone Wars so I was so jacked and this this image oh my god yeah it's incredible uh, so yes. so if you haven't seen it listeners um, Google Google it it's a D twenty three Clone Wars image we have Maul in the foreground uh, basically from like waist up looking behind him at ahsoka who's just standing in her new outfit and her new costume we've seen with her two lightsabers behind her ready to her two blue lightsabers ready to duel and this is one of the duels that has been most highly anticipated because it's got to be like around seizure mandalore it's got to be um uh, ray park actually did the mocap for this duel himself darth maul himself is coming back to do that so like it I don't see how this won't be the best thing, and it just—I'm so—I'm so excited. It doesn't seem like it's going to be like any filler episode. No, like it, no. It, it seems like it's going to be straight plot the whole time, and I really, really—I'm praying so hard. I really, really flip and hope that, like, it concludes with, like, Ahsoka's transition into like hiding and stuff because yeah. the Empire is a thing. I really hope yep. it goes all the way up to like right post Order sixty six, like. Oh my gosh, we might get it. Yes. So, but by far, like the most exciting thing is this duel, though. I yes. mean, this yeah. is ah- Ahsoka <laughs> is going to be the second character that we have been able to see on screen fight both Darth Vader and Darth Maul. Ooh. Think about that. 
right yeah, behind. That's crazy. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the man himself. So we will definitely be tuning into that. And as we're going to do with Mandalorian, when we have our Patreon going next year, we are going to do episode recaps of the new Clone Wars series. So stay tuned for that. Second thing that was just news, very brief, uh, we brought out Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk on stage. We didn't actually. Star Wars did. But we we heard about it. No, no, the, we did. That oh, was that, that was us. It was our Brought idea. Brought you by Utini.com. <laughs> so talk about the new Cassian Andor series. And we only got a couple bits of info about it. Number one, it's officially set three years before Rogue One, according to the new timeline they put out. So I've been hearing some chatter online that saying, like, you know, that's perfect for, like, three seasons, which would be super cool. Have, oh, my like, God. I haven't even thought that far ahead. Leading up to Rogue I, one. Thought, I totally forgot that Mandalorian is getting multiple series so, or yeah. seasons, so it makes sense to Cassian will. Yeah. But that being said, there's a quote that may directly contradict that from uh, io9 reported that uh, it is a prequel to Rogue One, and Diego Luna said the series will be around 10 hours. So this also might just be a one-off. You know what I mean? Which I'm also totally cool with them doing these, like, six-episode, eight-episode, ten-episode, yeah. single, basically large movies. And he said the scripts for the show are still being written, and the show is currently shooting in London. So I think they're probably shooting earlier episodes, just very preliminary stuff, while they're finishing up the treatments. Last thing on that, Diego Luna almost gave away the title. I don't know if you guys saw <laughs> hear about this. I, I did see that. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. It's, he, you know, I, I will say. This. What, hap- what happened exactly? So basically, Diego Luna, he, like, dude is the most jazz Star Wars fan I've seen in a long time. Like, he, oh, yeah. loves, he loves being a Star Wars. He's super cool, excited about it. And he got on the mic and he said, oh, can we tell them the title? And Kathleen was like, no. Uh. <laughs> like, I think he thought he was setting her up to be like, here's the reveal. And they clearly which, didn't plan on doing it yet. Which would imply that it's not something like Star Wars Cassian, right? Because <laughs> right. it's like, yeah. 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 I, I saw a theory. I think that this might have been Star Wars Explained that talked about this. Um, that the title might be like Star Wars Fulcrum. That would be so sick. Because Cassian be so was sick. a Fulcrum agent. Tie in the live actions to the animated shows. Mm, God. Give me it. Get, dude, literally, you, you, have, you have the potential of... Cassian Andor, K2SO, Ahsoka Tano, Bail Organa, and Sabe all around a, <laughs> all around a table in in our lifetime. Like Yeah. Oh my I god. Would, I would love to see some of the Ahsoka book stuff like yes. to come out as part of a part of live action. Yeah. The Twilight can they can they get Ahsoka to 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 be live action, a Tagruda, Shock T, dude, Shock T in the yeah, um, that's true. Prequels. But it's it's so hard, man. Yeah, it's so no, hard to take she an didn't do a lot. And... I think I think it would be difficult to make her like as nimble and whatnot. You know, like she could be around, but I don't think we could see her like fight in the way that we do in the animated stuff. Yeah, I, I feel like that would be difficult. You know what they're gonna they would have to do though. They'd have to do a you know how Ray Park and Sam Witwer combined to do Maul and Solo. Like, Ray yeah. Park did the movement, but Sam Whitworth did the voice. You would have to have Ash- Ashley Eckstein do Ashley the voice. Ashley Eckstein, yeah. There's no way I'm going to accept. You what know if what? Nope, Ashley not, Eckstein played Ahsoka? She doesn't look anything like her, I don't think. I mean, maybe she's short. I mean, she's kind of got, like CG. Maybe they do it, do like, make it completely CG, like the Hulk. Just put all the yeah. dots on her face and let her do it. Or Snoke. Snoke looked yeah. excellent. Anyway, tons of possibilities there. Uh, and that is coming in 2021. So we got a bit uh, to wait for that one. All right. And now I want to transfer to our quote-unquote video portion of this. So we have three videos that we're going to watch together. And you're going to hear as we discuss them on the Mandalorian trailer, the Kenobi reveal, and the Rise of Skywalker sizzle reel. So first up, we all have the Mandalorian trailer queued. We're going to press play together. And we're going to – I also am assuming you've all seen it. If you haven't, pause right now. Watch it fully so we're not talking over it for the first time. All right, Corey, Charles, you ready to talk about this? Yeah, I yes. All right. Three, two, one, go. Got it. It's such Rogue One vibes, like, from the beginning. <laughs> Absolutely. These, These look like helmets on stakes. Yes. So medieval, like – So brutal. Game of Thrones-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is totally Firefly right here, too. 
Yes. Like this flying ship. L- listen, listen to the flipping soundtrack to this. Oh, it's incredible. It's it definitely has that lived-in old like vibe from yes. the from the originals too. That's just beautiful. Oh my gosh. God, it's so it's so tactile, right? It is. Yes. Oh no! Look at the creature. Oh. Yes. Oh, the wink. Oh my god. That's the actress that plays Tonks, by the way, in Harry Potter. Huh. Got some death troopers. Oh my god. That helmet is so cool. November 12th. God, it's so... Speeders. This looks like Rogue One. Straight up. No, straight up Rogue One. It's a TV show. Look at the gun. IG droid. Holy crap. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. I love the guy's voice. Cuts him in half with his door. And carbonite. Yes. What? Oh my god! Oh my god! So jacked for this. That riff, the riff of the show is so sick. Like, do you guys remember in the solo trailer, like when we first got it, there was that really bassy like soundtrack that it kept showing. Man, Uh I love, I love this sort of. It seems so dark. It yeah. just seems so dark. Yeah, do you think that that's actual soundtrack? Because, like, that solo trailer, that wasn't actual soundtrack. Yeah, I that's don't know. That's true. I feel like this is probably it's probably trailer music. I think it's definitely indicative. But, you know, okay. I, I think there's, there's yeah. certain trailer music that is written to, like, right. constantly hit the right beats at the right time to get the right clip and everything. But right, I, right, right. I could picture that, though, like, in the background when there's, like, kind of a, a standoff going on, you know, between, yes. like, three different groups. And mm-hmm. it, yes. it, it has the right vibe. Yeah. And it's, yes. I mean, I mean you know, vibe. That's the word I think of when I watch this trailer because there's one yeah. line of dialogue in the whole thing. Which I think is also indicative of the Mandalorian himself. Like, I don't think it's going to be very dialogue heavy. It's going to be yeah, a lot of right. action, and he's he just hits a Quarren's face into a table and then kills him with a door. <laughs> Guys, it looks it looks more violent than any Star Wars ever has. Easily, it's and dark. That, that gets me so. He cut that dude in half with the door. Like, holy crap! Yeah, and that was part like, of the fight. That's like that's like, not even the whole fight. Right. Right. I can't. Oh, my God. I'm so flipping excited for this. Like, this and is going to be like 10 hours of Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is that and we probably shouldn't expect anything less from Disney. But like that looked movie quality. Like, if yeah, you yeah. showed me that and we're like, this is a movie. I'd be like, uh, of course it is. Yeah. But this is not like this is a whatever eight to 10 hour long TV show. And the quality just looks through the roof. Yep. All right. So we are an expanded universe yep. organization. So what about the Mandalorians have you guys read? Like, have you read – let me just name off a whole bunch of crap. All right. Have you read the uh, the Bounty Hunter War series no. from Legends? Okay, excellent. This is, this is going to be a great chance for me to talk <laughs> about really old school Legends squat that I've not read in ages. So the Bounty Hunter <laughs> War series is excellent. Um, did you guys play the Bounty Hunter game? Nope. With Jango Fett back in the day? Never played that no. either? No. Okay. Um, have you read any of the uh, – uh, the Clone Commando series? Yes. No. Okay. You've read the first couple. Have you read the whole thing, Charles? No, I haven't finished it. I was that's just turning really- around to grab one from my bookshelf. Yeah, that's a really great uh, great insight into this for the Mandalorian culture. And the last one I bring up that this reminds me a whole lot of is the um, the, the Tales series. You guys remember those books? Yeah, yeah. Tales, yeah, yeah. Tales oh, of the Bounty okay. Hunters. Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Yeah, Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Oh, that one is fantastic, too. Um, it's got a little bit of everything, but... A lot of really great books in here that sort of reminiscent of this sort of dark mm-hmm. bounty hunter stuff. And man, the uh, bounty hunter wars is very interesting. It's a very interesting, very legendsy series about Boba Fett and mm-hmm. Dingar and Prince uh, Prince Zizor. You guys yep, ever heard the of Black him? Sun? Yep. Yeah, Shadows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like big in here. Like it's it's a very interesting series. We we're gonna have to dive into that at some point. Yeah. But, Which leads to two things yeah. that Favreau actually said this weekend in relation to that. One, he said, if you like prequels, OT, sequels, legends, canon, there's something for you in this show no matter what, which is awesome. But then number two, he did say there's no Boba Fett. Yeah, so, which I am which totally I, fine, that's fine Thank yeah. you. Like, we don't we – don't, Boba Fett's cool. We don't need him. We don't need him. But it's you not, can have a Mandalorian without it being Boba Fett. As right? Rebels showed us. You know, like yeah. Sabine is I, – I prefer Sabine so much more than Boba Fett. Um, that's my yeah. hot yeah. take. But yeah, and what so, I think 
what I think is really interesting about this series, and you could argue against what I'm about to say just from the, the Rise of Skywalker trailer that we're going to watch later, but Star Wars has always been very, like, these are the good guys, these are the bad guys. Yep. And this series represents such an opportunity to leave the audience in suspense of, like, who is going to do what at yeah. what time? Who's yeah. double crossing? Who? I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. What if? What if the main character is the bad guy? He might like, be. He might be. What yeah. if he's just like total scum and we hate him because he's like so evil? He just like kills people without even any compassion at all. I hope he is. Like, give well, me that dark stuff. <laughs> there's gonna be something to it because, um, so so the the specific time period right is directly after, and I think maybe a year or two after Endor. But there's no, like the New Republic government isn't a thing yet. It is it is just chaos. It is everyone for themselves. And Giancarlo Esposito let it slip, I believe. I don't know if he was supposed to say this in an interview that his name is Moff Gideon. He's playing mm. a moth. So oh, wow, it looks like and we saw and we saw Death Troopers yeah. too. So I mean, so there's we, obviously yeah. still some. Yeah, are we getting moths that are like, well, the Emperor is dead, but I have a bunch of Death Troopers with me, so this is my planet now. You know, yeah. like that, yeah, that's exciting. Now, interesting question. Do you guys think we will get any sort of marketing surrounding the Mandalorian, like similar to we do the films where you think there will be ever a comic series announced or a book series announced? Do you think we ever um, get anything? Eventually. Yeah. My, my, that's yes. kind of where my head's at too. I want to say yeah. no at first too, because like, like they want to see how the TV show does independently yep. of itself. I think. Yep. So. See how the numbers go. And then, Maybe in the lead up to season two, we might get like a mini series, like a, like a, these five issue comic runs they seem to love yeah. to do. But also maybe like about the, maybe about the villain of the series. Yeah, or yeah, of yeah. I mean, Rebels only got the one comic, right? Only got the Kanan comic, so and that was four yeah. seasons. I know they got a couple of books, but second secondary question to that: Do you think we will we will see like very recognizable crossovers between comic characters and stuff? Like Doctor Afro could maybe fit into this type of universe. In season two, I think. I think they're going to yeah. do it similar to um, actually the opposite of what Rebels did, I'm going to say. Because Rebels puts a lot of put like a lot Solo. of cameos. Like Solo did. Yeah. I was going to say, like Solo, yeah. exactly. That, like, I could see them dropping Afra's name and then someone being like, no, no, like she's off doing a job yep. you know, yeah. at, on this yeah. planet. But I don't think we'll actually see her early on. Maybe yeah. later. I don't if know. If this show they, takes they, off. They randomly, they, I, they randomly, well, to me it's random. They brought in like... Uh, Vi, his name's Vi. Didn't Delilah tell us? Yeah, that? Vi Marotti. Yeah, they brought in Vi Marotti as like a main character. As like they worked all that story. I don't know, man. Like maybe we will see some crazy like stuff that's very obviously reminiscent to Legends and Canon stuff. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the TV shows make it so much more accessible for books and comics. Yep. To fit into a, a a universe because like you can't do that with the films because it's it's too high profile, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think that there's definitely a chance that. And if it's not in this one, maybe it's in the Cassian show. And if it's not in that one, maybe it's in the Kenobi show. If it's not in that, you know, I think that we can bring in people they want. They're yeah. also not afraid to build new characters, clearly, like 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 Kira and stuff in Solo, yeah. which, which oh my God. was so good. I would good. love to see Kira or, or, or Han or Chewie or any of those characters. Beckett? Oh, my God. What if we saw Beckett somewhere? That'd we can't. So oh, you mean before he got shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the timeline of this? Like, do we know the exact timeline it takes place in? Oh, Mandalorian is post-episode 6. Oh, confirmed. Okay, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize. Oh, that yeah, it's was definitely the, gonna be the the big uh, the big timeline. If I look, because every little dash mark on this timeline is a year. Mm, so this takes place one, two, three, four, five years after Return of the Jedi. Wow, wow. Okay, so Beckett's so, deader than shit. So he's not yeah. gonna be there. He's definitely dead. But that's a very explorable time period. Yes, like, that's pretty open. Yeah, but it's post yeah. Battle of Jakku. Like all that. St- the main conflict, quote unquote, stuff is over. So mm-hmm. it's you know. Right chaotic peacetime so i am but i want this i want this show to not delve into that even remotely no and i don't think it will nope don't touch the i mean touch the empire for the the store i love the stormtroopers are working for gangsters because there's no military anymore so i'm very excited for that last thing i want to say about mandalorian i thought was was super cool just to see they did the entertainment weekly you know uh picture of all the interviews and every single person because Werner herzog wasn't there Every single person on the couch was a person of color, which is like kind of really huge for Star Wars. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's no white dudes in this except for the old ass <laughs> villain. 
Yeah, there's Lando and Mace Windu are the only black dudes we got so far, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, and now yeah. it's like that. So that's, I'm, I'm very excited for that direction of Star Wars. People yeah, have been me too. saying that. Oh, it's in the books. It's in the books. Yes. Yeah, now too. the first television show they're ever doing live action. Here we go. So that's gonna be totally. amazing. All right. Now this next thing I want to watch was possibly one of the most emotional moments of our life. <laughs> it was. We we all have it queued up. What I want to do here, Charles, we're gonna watch it, and then I just want you to to just start going with what you feel when it's done. <laughs> uh, all right. So you guys got it queued okay. up. No pressure, Charles. All right. I can do it. Here we go. Three. Whoop. Oh my God, my thing played already. Three. Stop, Kathleen. Three. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. We do have one more announcement. God, she knows. Oh, yeah, we do. She knows. And fibs and not being able to talk about it. I love, I love JK, man. I love her so much. She's a queen. You can hear people starting to get it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Connecting the dots. Here we go. They know. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Just to yes. be there. Oh. And he's so happy. He's, he's like so pleased. He to be here. Everybody that knows anything in that audience, oh. just as soon as they saw his face. And here we go. But you've got to wait. You've got to wait for it to come out of his mouth, bastard. right? Kathleen. Kathleen. Can you ask me in front of all of these people, all of these witnesses, can you please ask me, am I going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Ewan? Yes? Are you going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? <laughs> yes. <sighs> yes. Dude, I mean, I, I'm like tearing up right now. I like know. This. This I so, know. Such a big deal. Holy crap. Listen, guys. So let me let me tell you how this played out for me. Okay, so Caitlin and I have been we 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 bought this uh, this Harry Potter deck building game. It's super fun, Hogwarts uh, battle or something like that. It's been really fun. We've been playing it like every night. Um, so we're playing this while while like you guys are blowing up in Slack. We're following Twitter and stuff, and like they releasing they released the Mandalorian trailer. So you guys sent me the Mandalorian trailer. And I'm like, I started to pull it up on my phone. I'm like, no, no, you can't. I can't watch the Mandalorian trailer for the first time on my stupid little device. So like, <laughs> I go I go to my living room. I get everything set up to pull it up on the TV. It's giving me technical difficulties, of course, and. All I see is a Slack notification on my phone. It says "Ewan" in all caps, <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And I clicked on it, and I opened up in Slack, and I just I just didn't read anything. I just clicked the video as the Mandalorian is buffering, by the way. <laughs> all right, I clicked the video and watched it on my phone, and he and all I saw was like the little 15 second clip where he goes, "Ask me if I want to play Obi Wan Kenobi again." He says, "Yes." I like screamed bloody murder. I was holding a pillow in my lap, and I just chucked it across the room. I knocked a lamp over and broke it in my living room. <laughs> And Caitlin is like, why are you screaming? What's happening? What's happening? I'm like, Caitlin, Obi-Wan is back. It was, oh man, it was really emotional. Charles, how did you find out? I was, so we were in the Slack channels and we were all messaging and I had been waiting and waiting and waiting and I feel like the announcements were coming late. So I was finally like, all right, I'm going to go take a shower. Went to take a shower. I got out and like my phone was just dinging like crazy. (laughs) And I was like, what is happening? What is happening? Pulled it up. Had no idea that's what it was going to be. Essentially, just watched the video, clutched my chest, went to the bedroom, and just sat there in silence. Like honestly, like just in, like tearing up. Like <laughs> guys, this is this is like this means so much to me. I'm 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 getting misty again right now. <laughs> this show means so much to me because obviously Obi Wan was my favorite character, but specifically the Revenge of the Sith, specifically Ewan McGregor's portrayal of the character and you know i I know we were talking about what are we most excited for and if my get up right now does not answer that question for me like i have been waiting for you and to to do this since 2005 right yeah yeah. like like i'm super stoked about the rise of skywalker and it's the end of the saga and all these things but like i've been waiting for this for 14 years Yeah. Yeah. you know i've been waiting for the rise of skywalker for one so like i am 
out of this world ecstatic. And yeah. on top of it, just to see how excited Ewan is to come back and play the character. Because a lot yeah. of our heroes, right? Like Harrison oh, Ford yeah. wanted to kill off Han Solo. Like we all know these stories, right? right Ewan right. is stoked to be back. And, and he, he is he playing has, it up. He has never said a single negative thing about Star no, Wars. No, I don't he think has, I've ever heard him say anything He loved negative. it. No, and, and I think I that's... Like that plays into it so much, and and it's funny, Corey. Your story is is very similar to mine. I was at a buddy's house, and the Mandalorian trailer came out. I'm like, okay, let's go to your your computer because I was the same way. I can't watch it on my phone. And as I, as he was figuring it out because it wasn't on the Star Wars YouTube channel immediately, and it was like the it was trying to find it. Okay, okay, okay. We finally found it, and then Slack happened, and the same notification came up, and I'm like, wait, wait, oh. And like we were about thirty seconds into the Mandalorian trailer, and I'm like, put, put, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. Oh yes, my God. like it was so close. It hit the internet like within seconds of the Mandalorian. It was just total information overload. Like it, we've never had like multiple video things to watch at, like within seconds no. of each other. Like, and it was, it was just. So one thing I was worried about, right, was we had we had the the rumors about Kenobi earlier this week, and I and we all three of us I think were very much like. Cool. This is not confirmed. I've been burned before. I'm not gonna yeah. get excited about it. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Stop it. Variety. Stop Hollywood. Like you're better than this. Yes. Relax. Yes. Reddit. Chill out. I don't believe anything you say ever. Just calm down. Yeah. But I was also worried then, like, oh, if they do announce it, will some of that excitement be, you know, robbed from me because I've kind of had it spoiled? And nope. Nope. No. I no, not at I all. I was on a high for the entire night. We went out for drinks afterwards, and I was like skipping through the streets. Just like I, <laughs> Eric, the tweet that you posted on Instagram, oh my god, it was so flipping hilarious. I gotta find this right now and read this. It's so funny. I literally read this out loud and woke up my wife who was asleep next to me because I was laughing. She's like, "Shut up! It's not that funny." It was so funny. Oh, about the drunk. Oh yeah. Like, so I said, the... me. A, yeah, yeah, I said me a few hours ago. Maybe one or two beers. Then it's time to go home. Me now on a table. In all caps, by the way. Yep. Some of y'all... No, shut up. Some of y'all have no idea that Ewan McGregor is returning as Obi-Wan, and it fucking shows. Because <laughs> oh, I, I was walking... I laughed at this so hard. I was walking it, was, to... it sounds exactly like something Eric would say. I could totally see him standing on a table. He's got a, he's got a drink in his yep. hand, and everybody's like, no, get off of there. And he's like, shut up. No, listen to me. <laughs> Obi-Wan is back, motherfucker. It is going to be the greatest thing that's ever happened. It's so good. It was, it was so weird walking around this bar in Chicago like... None of you understand what's going on inside my yes. mind. How? Listen, I, I think I think I told you guys this in Slack. I think that like I am more emotionally affected. I'm more excited about this little ten second clip that we got of him saying yes than I was when I found out that Disney's gonna start making Star Wars again. Like yep. this is seriously Same. comparable to that announcement for yes. me. And if yeah. this if this is how people fi- felt when they saw Han Solo in the trailer say Chewie were home, like people that saw the original trilogy yeah. films like in theaters and stuff, like yeah. I get that. I get that I so get hard right now. Like that's Ugh. crazy because we grew up with Obi-Wan and, and like you and McGregor is Obi-Wan. Like when you He's read Star Obi-Wan. Wars books, yes. when you see him in the in the comics, like you picture you and McGregor's face. Like that's that's who Obi-Wan is. Yeah. So yeah. And like James Arnold Taylor has done a tremendous job as Obi-Wan in Clone Wars and animation and stuff. And it's clearly based on Ewan McGregor's oh, uh, yeah. template. So, 100%. Huge, I mean, I think from James Arnold Taylor to Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness, like, it is such a perfect combination of character, and I, I, oh, yeah. I can't wait. I mean, again, this is going to be – the scripts are all done. It's going to be shot next year. We'll maybe get it uh, 2021. I'm going to guess we'll get Cassian, like, maybe spring 2021, and then Obi-Wan in, like, the fall winter. That would be my guess. Yeah. yeah. i tell you what, boys. If you have stock in Netflix, you better sell that shit right yeah. now. Oh, <laughs> my God. It's tremendous. And la- So one last thing on Obi-Wan, and then we're going to get to the last thing we got today, and that is the confirmation from StarWars.com that it is taking place eight years after Revenge of the Sith, which officially... Yeah. Uh, I believe, yeah, puts it closer to Revenge of the Sith than it does to A New Hope, because that'd be eleven wow. years till A New Hope. But that when gives does us Kenobi, when does Kenobi take place? The book on the timeline. Yeah, do you guys know? Uh, I'm pulling up Eugene timeline as we speak. Yeah, so I mean, it, but I think that gives us plenty of time. So Luke is like an eight year old at that point, obviously. 
So the question yeah. is, I don't think Luke's going to be a big character because I think you don't no. – I don't want to see him. But I do want to see uh, Owen. I want to see why does Owen hate Obi-Wan so much because they ended episode three as basically friends and then episode four he hates him. So I really want to see kind of why that started to happen. And, yeah. you know, get some Baru in there. Obviously, I don't want to see just the Kenobi book because I've read it. You know, yeah. it's great. It's, it's a phenomenal book. If you haven't seen that, go to utini.com and buy Ni- it. Ni- 19 BBY. So it's literally – it literally starts like immediately after. Oh, yeah. So this is eight years. Immediately after – it takes immediately after uh, episode three, the yeah. Kenobi book does, which is really funny that we're talking about Kenobi because literally as we're talking, I'm getting Slack notifications. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Yeah, Andrew just it, read Kenobi. <laughs> Yeah, Andrew in our on our team is is like freaking out because he just finished Kenobi. I think he was like motivated to to blow through the rest of it because of the announcement and like is like yeah. cr- is crying in Slack right now. Yep, it's absolutely <laughs> it's tremendous. so good. Kenobi's but an amazing you know what's book. interesting to think about is obviously a lot of aging has happened between Episode three and Episode four, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. of Obi Wan and are they going to like age him more given that this is almost halfway to a new hope and he's got to look like Alec Guinness eh, 10 years later. I think we're pretty forgiving as far as that goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Movie. I made, mean, yeah. Jude I, law I can... turned into Dumbledore. Like we're fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. There's one image I want to leave you guys with on this Kenobi train. And that's just the fact that I guarantee we're going to see him fight a great dragon. Really? I think so. I think, so. I, I think, think the great dragon will look like, I don't in... know. You think it's going to look at the KOTOR crate dragon, which is basically a giant Komodo dragon? Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, we'll see. But I'm calling that right now. <clears throat> All yeah. right. Last thing we want to uh, – second to last thing we want to get into. If you haven't seen, there's a new timeline they put up. Marvel and style. Marvel style. Finally. They and finally made one of these damn images like everybody's been begging them to do for literally a yep. decade. And each little t- tally mark is a year, so it helps the mm-hmm. timeline a lot. And they have officially christened the Age of Republic – the Age of Rebellion and the Age of Resistance, which is exactly yeah. what the new Marvel comic one shots have been. So, right. yeah. nothing so we should we should we there. should have a conversation at some time at, at some time about Utini maybe considering adopting this because oh, if this I, is the official if this yeah if this is the official timeline like let's be official. designation then let's be official. There has never been an official timeline designation before. So yep, right. So yeah, there you go. Exciting stuff. All right, last thing we're going to talk about is. Just a small Just thing. Just a small Just, thing. No, no big, no big deal. The, I gotta queue it up still. Bit of an afterthought. So, guys, really. while you're queuing this up, I want to walk you through my morning today on Monday. So, I woke up. I was very tired. Uh, I didn't get a lot of sleep. I got my lunch out of the fridge for work. Promptly left it on the table. I got out to my car. I, oh, it just finished raining. Great. So, I didn't grab an umbrella. I drove to work. <laughs> it was pouring monsoon rain when I got there. I waited for 15 minutes to try to get inside without getting rained on didn't happen but while i was waiting in the car for the rain to stop this next clip came out and it's the sizzle yeah. reel for the rise of skywalker gentlemen are you uh, ready you have to sh- you have to shut up and let me watch it like i just have to watch this <laughs> yeah please let's just watch it I, no commentary <laughs> while it's happening unless we can't right. avoid going uh, okay i can't avoid i might that, s- so let's i it. might squeal all right here we go three two one go The soundtrack. God. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna start crying right now. <gasps> oh man, it's so good. This the, the film's in chronological order was such a beautiful touch. Yeah, wouldn't have thought of it. Or not chrono or release order. I mean. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so interesting the clips that they chose. Yeah. We've passed on all we know. Luke with Luke. A thousand generations live in you now. Chills. I'm getting chills. I'm, 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 guys, I'm not okay. But this is your fight. Oh my god. God, what is that? Oh. The 
ships. There's so many. Look how many hundred star destroyers. Keep Rufio with the red eyes. Some another weapon. Throw that lightsaber. What is that? What? Duel between. Oh my god. Yes, it's him. Than that. <laughs> oh. I just have so many things. I, uh, I have so many feelings. Uh, uh. Wait, and then that ray theme. That ray theme in yes. a minor key. Oh my god. So what? Okay. So what? What was it that? What was it that Meg said uh. earlier? She she said. Okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta find the exact <sighs> comment that she said. Good, because I I'm need out a of second. Breath. Guys, I'm. God. Every day I'm waking up and watching this. Yep. Until it releases. Yep. John, every day. Every yes, day. I know. Seriously. She okay, I can't I can't find so her exact you, comment. She said remember. something along she said something along the lines of like can someone please put it into words for me how unflippin' believable John Williams is? Yes. Oh and, yeah. And I'm just like like John is amazing. Like the riffs that he's created. Like even if he didn't write this trailer music, which I don't know if he did. I I'd bet he did. It's so based on the stuff that he wrote, and like the the trailer that they showed last this past year at Celebration is so flipping powerful. The music, yeah. the Leia the theme, Leia's theme yeah. oh my god, it's just chill invoking every single time. And this trailer was did not disappoint. And, and I'm like, I'm so glad that they started with the old movies. Like, yeah. At first, I, I was yes. watching it. I'm just like, wait. I'm like, okay, all right, get on with it. I'm ready to see the the stuff. But after I watched it the second time, and I I understood finally that I didn't realize it was in it was in the right order that first time. And yeah. Oh my god! I mean, and the fact that but I think, you know so much music can be talked about with Star Wars, like the fact that they had Kylo's theme in a major key in the first one, and now they have Rey's theme in a minor key. Just and this one, they're flipping stuff around. Like the fact that we all started to get misty at the beginning when it was still a black screen, just with violins, because we knew what it was. Like, yeah, it's so freaking powerful, guys. Yeah, all right, so and Corey, what you mentioned about the moments that they chose, I think you can take some information on like things that we're going to see in this movie specifically like yes they chose big moments like the like the award ceremony at the end of a new hope and things but they specifically show like lando yep. you know celebrating yeah. when he's piloting right. the falcon and we know he's coming the double back. So lightsaber little things clip like that. those crafty bastards yes yeah like listen the skywalker saga is not just about luke no and i think that's what a lot of fans really missed about the last jedi like the like the Skywalker saga is about so many individual characters and their own story and how it played in this greater role in the galaxy. And Ultimately, it's, guys, it's... it's about the Chiss. <laughs> <laughs> Thrawn reason. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, so, a couple things I want to hit on that specifically because, I mean, we're going to be talking about this for months, and I can't wait to – to, to just see what happens. Honestly, like, I think there's been so much discourse mm -hmm. on Twitter today and in Slack and everything. I mean, anything is possible. Everyone's throwing things out that are amazing. But a couple of things I want your guys' opinions on uh, before we get on out of here. So first of all, uh, again, I want to skip over the original footage again because it's beautiful. It's amazing. We'll see what actually ends up being in the uh -huh. official uh -huh. film. <clears throat> One thing I did put in the outline, we see Pasana, and it's like a giant camp, right? Yeah. When we have the whole yeah. crew, do we think that's what they stumble upon, or is that like what the resistance is now? Have we grown to that size? This is this is Star Wars Burning Man. Yes, it's right now. Coachella and Burning Man all at once, baby. I don't I don't have any idea what the heck this is. It's beautiful. But I know. I, I tell you is. what though, I didn't realize like how jarred I was going to be to see all the cast together in one yeah. place. When yeah, when like, Ray introduced herself, to, or when Poe introduced himself to Ray at the end of Last Jedi, I was like, oh right. Yeah, they have not met yet. They don't we know, know them very well. Yeah, I'm. This is nuts. I, I cannot wait to see what, what we get in the EU out of this stuff. Like, I really hope yeah. we get some original planet stuff. Like, the way they did with Batu and yep. Galaxy's Edge and stuff, I would really love to see some Dude, stuff about these new planets. I'm counting the yeah. days to Resistance Reborn. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think we'll get that stuff. What's interesting to me about this big gathering that's going on with, like, the smoke, you know, firing up into the air, I think... I mean, it could be like a festival of some sort. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, we haven't really seen very many like celebrations yeah. in uh, in Star Wars, except for like at the end of Episode Six, you know, celebrating right. the downfall of the Emperor. But 
what if this is a kind of like i don't know festival a la what we see in like james bond movies like you know where they're running through these crowded areas where there's a lot of other stuff going on like dia de los muertos and things like that i think that could be incredible yeah that, that could be a lot really of fun. I mean, if there's anything we know about JJ, none of this stuff is in order, and none of it is actually connected. So <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, yeah. Ray's, Ray's training bit when she's – or well, I assume is when Ray's training in the woods. I'm going to guess when she throws the lightsaber and then she catches it again. Cause is this we, indoor? Yep. I believe it's, it's got to be indoor. I think so. It, it literally looks like the same redwood trees they yeah. filmed on. And I, I wonder. I wonder yeah. if they're gonna. So in the in the books, like uh, Leia is a fully realized Jedi, right? Like in the Legends right. expanded universe. I'm not sure Legends, how much yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure how much that you guys have have read, but she's a fully realized Jedi, and we actually see her use Force powers mm-hmm. in the Last Jedi, which is mm-hmm. very interesting. So I'm wondering if we're actually going to see, like, are we going to see? kind of force user Leia have things to say to uh, Ray that would be very right out of maybe the U. it depends on what maybe footage they say had. to her because yeah. remember they couldn't that's... they couldn't shoot anything new for this it had to all be stuff from seven and I mm-hmm. think but I think that's fascinating because they already knew what they had so it's not like they had they were hindered in any specific way because they didn't start the script for nine until they knew Carrie passed so yeah I think they'll be fine with that, but I would. I love the idea of her being kind of the last Yoda we see. Um, mm-hmm. Is beautiful as a metaphor for the series as well. One thing that I heard that was obviously I never thought about was the the red ribbon that Ray's got on when she catches the when she catches the lightsaber. She's got Yo, this red piece what, of ribbon. What the heck is so that? So I have two possibilities. I want to throw you guys this way. One that I don't think is very likely, um, but only because I just finished Black Spire today and I've read Crash Fate recently. The wishing tree on Batu. People go oh, yeah. there and tie, and you make a wish and you tie a ribbon around it. And mm. I wonder if there's anything to that that could be a thing because I definitely think we'll at least get a Batu mention in this film. I don't think I don't know if we'll go there, but based on these stories, there. yeah, I think that'd be put a lot in, of fun. Put it in the film, please. Put it in the film. I would love to see it. So that's possible. There's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of EU tie-ins that like are worth talking about in this trailer. Like, so the Imperial Remnant is a thing in the Legends expanding universe. Like after the battle, second battle of Endor, right? Like, like the Empire wasn't just gone, right? Yeah. They were oh, this, just somewhere yeah. else. This is the aftermath like, they were, strategy, man. Right, like, yeah. like and unknown like, regions. Are, so you know. Canon stuff is, for the most part, other than the aftermath trilogy, has kind of blown over that. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell are all these star destroyers? Ooh. Is this, dude? What if they're filled with Sith troopers? Okay, no, all oh of them. I want to touch oh that in gosh. one second because I want to. I want to say one last thing about the ribbon thing. That's something that none of okay. us yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe it was Sky Talkers talked about this, and someone else did. There's a thing called the Red Thread of Fate. Have you guys heard about this? Uh. Uh-uh. So it's no. a it's an East Asian. Uh, tradition that comes from a Chinese myth and apparently the Raylo community has been talking about it for years because according to this myth when you're born the gods tie an invisible red cord around the finger of those that are destined to meet one another um, that's basically their true love so the two people are connected by this red thread throughout the universe and they're destined lovers regardless of place time or circumstances and a lot of Raylos were like Ray and Kylo are connected by this red thread of fate that no matter what happens, they're connected. Wow. So in Last Jedi, they're connected by that. And then she's holding this red, literal ribbon in the trailer. So That's very interesting. Even if it's not literally that, I think that the symbolism of that is very possible. And I know I, know I saw a lot of the – because I know the three of us aren't super in the Raylo community. I think they're, they're incredible. They do a lot more th- thought about it than we do. But that's something we never would have come up with. So I wanted to yeah. mention that possibility. That's very clever. Very interesting. Yeah. So now, back to them Star Destroyers. Like, my dudes. Yeah, so, I, so I'm, many. Listen, I'm, I'm not convinced that, like, a lot of the stuff that we see in this trailer is not, like, Force Vision stuff. Like, because a lot of it is just so off the chain, it's, like, almost unbelievable. Oh, the Star like, Destroyers are not Vision. I'll put... Uh, there's no way they, what? they yeah. tease the most... I think they're real. You, I think they're real. Guys, there's, like... Listen, a Star Destroyer holds, like, 10,000 troops. Dude, okay. Emperor's Corey, Palpatine is back from the dead. You don't <laughs> no, think no, he was planning that? for oh this? My. Is it a clone? Is it Palpatine's clones? No. Like, in like in the flipping... I don't know. Like Dude. The, you guys have heard of that, right? Yeah. That's a whole Legends... Yeah, no, no. Point. I mean, yeah. I like... Utter trash plot point from and... Legends. <laughs> Dude, I think... Well, there's a clone Luke from his hand. No, listen, my favorite thing that I've seen on Reddit today is in the very small amount of time I was spending on the 
internet today. I can't wait to go look at it. I've been super busy with patients all day. Like I missed a lot of this as it was coming out, unfortunately. But like I saw briefly on Reddit, I said it said something like what if the evil Ray that we see at the end of the trailer is Ray R E E Y like the oh my evil God. Luke L U U K E like Luke? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Fantastic! Well, That's fantastic. I think there's a couple of possibilities, honestly, with that. That also relates to the Star Destroyers because one, I think the Star Destroyers and the fleet of of Republic Resistance ships have to be real. Because that is teasing the most epic space battle in the history of Star Wars, and there's no way you tease something of that magnitude and then don't show it. Listen, that's a tiny fleet, though. There's no way they could go up against this map. We've never seen anything like this. I'm calling Vision. You're saying it's wrong. Wait, One of us is going to be right, and we're going to come back and look at what this. What you just said could what literally What about the be... Death Star and the Trench Run? Yeah, you're yeah, literally okay, saying listen. Star Wars dialogue. There's no way yeah, a small no. fleet could take on something like that. No, okay, come on. All right, the Death Star, the Rebellion had an entire fleet with multiple capital ships. There's not a single capital ship in that that little jump in, like, from the Resistance right here. I think that it's a giant, I think it's possible because of... It's a trap! So, to to tie in the... Also, this little fleet that the Rebellion flies in is definitely in atmosphere, and the rest of this is, like, Oh, yeah, they're not not. connected to the exact same thing, but I think it's all part of the same battle, you know, stages of it. And I think, ultimately... Uh, to connect it back to the books, because we are an EU podcast, uh, the Aftermath books, I think, set this up a lot with the Emperor's contingency plan. I think that yeah. these are ships of the loyal people to the Empire that were sent to the Unknown Regions with with uh, Gallius Rex, I think, and possibly, dudes, what if Kylo Ren gets on a comm and he says, Admiral Sloan, bring the fleet. And we get fucking <laughs> Ray Sloan in this movie. That'd be sick. Because where's she at? You know what I mean? And I think there's... A possibility that all these ships are waiting in the dark until the Emperor is ready, and even if I, yep. even if Palpatine um, doesn't come back physically, a lot of people have been pointing to the Rebels uh, episode where he's got a lot of blue lighting around him and a lot of blue Sith power, and the ritual in Clone Wars was a lot of blue Sith magic. Like the possibility that he is inhabiting the helmet of Vader, and, and he's the one's been talking to Kylo and forcing him into darkness. And then Dark Ray is actually when Kylo expels Palpatine from himself or fights it and then jumps to Ray, and that's why Kylo has to fight her because he has to save her from Palpatine. There's no way they're yeah. gonna make Ray a bad guy. No, no that, that's what I'm hell. saying. It's got no. that's. And if they were, they would not have given us that footage. Yeah. No, it's got to yeah. be either a vision or a uh, possession. Let's let's come back to this yeah. once we talk about Ray. The next thing I want to sure. talk about really quick is C three PO's red eyes. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff happening. More on, EU tie in. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about this on Reddit today. Um, on I mean, I'm sorry, on Twitter, on Star Wars Twitter today. I love that we. I just want to clarify. I love that we say Star Wars Twitter because there's a big <laughs> enough Star Wars community on Twitter that we can just say Star Wars Twitter. Like I don't use Twitter for literally anything else except Star Wars. So I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> to me, Twitter is Star Wars it's Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Anyway, lots of talk today about the red eyes in C-3PO being very reminiscent of uh, Last Shot and yep. this entire plot of Last Shot, which essentially that like these droids are more sentient than normal, and like when their eyes go red, it's like a sleeper agent type of gig. Like they just suddenly turn evil and want to kill all organics. It's super interesting. So yeah. like, because you guys know is... who else has red eyes? Triple Zero. Triple in the Zero. Yeah. Yep. Hey, wait, guys, has 3PO been triple zero this whole time? No. no you probably no, don't recognize no. me because of my red eyes. <laughs> that was my favorite. That's the best meme of the day. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what this, I don't I don't have any idea what this means. I, I just love that they picked intentionally like thought provoking images for this trailer. Oh, it, it's brilliant. Like, oh yeah. It's it is. The, the first... Like there's literally not a single shot doesn't make you ask questions. No. And, and someone put together all the new quote unquote footage fits in one single gif on twitter like it there's there's it's short enough mm. that you can gif it and it's still tremendous i mean we get and we're not and we're blowing past stuff um because as we do but you got like finn and Jana and the falcon looking out at, the, at what we assume are the star destroyers you get just just so there's just so much and like the the 3po thing sorry i am bouncing all over the place because that's how we feel today y'all and you're with us we know <laughs> 3PO's red eyes hit me because if he's going nuts, who's going to stop him? It's going to yeah. be freaking R2. <laughs> like, that's yes. going to be heartbreaking. Yeah, no R2. No R2 yeah, here, though. I, there, 
there's a thing. I, I, I don't feel good about what's going to happen with either R2 or Chewie this movie. Yeah. Because yeah. um, they're the two that have they'll always leave, been... They'll leave Chewie alone. I think they'll leave Chewie Because they already alone. got Han. If Chewie dies and he doesn't die in any other way than getting hit by a moon, then it's lame. I'm be dis- <laughs> he's but well that, but he's also just one of those characters that's so easy to bring into other stories yep. because he has such a long lifespan. He's not tied to one yep. actor, right? We've already yep. seen Eunice take over from Peter Mayhew. Yeah, like yeah. he's just, that that'd be throwing away way too that's a good much. Point. But but the thing that's interesting with three PO is we know he has this network of spies, right? Yeah. Maybe this red eyed three PO is the real three PO, and we've been seeing like a front mm-hmm. essentially. Totally. Perhaps. All right. Uh, I want to hit Dark Ray in a second, but before I do that, I want to hit their uh, the Kylo and Ray fight on top of what might be the the Death Star, right? Also, before you yeah. talk about that, right before he gets to that, it shows Kylo walking away from his ship, and that's definitely the same ship that was in that first trailer. Yeah, it's definitely the same planet. Like, the ground is the same, and then he walks yeah. into the water shot. Those are two different planets. JJ's screwing yeah. with us. <laughs> totally different planets, but that is the same ship, I'm pretty sure, at least from the trailer. So that does, maybe, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm talking to my ass here. I'm not an expert on. We don't, okay, let's clarify. We don't, like, break apart trailers on Utini, okay? We're no. just excited to talk we about We are Star purely Wars emotional and, and having yeah. fun. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like I would like to think it's the same. It's the same ship, and that it is Ray jumping over Kylo Ren's ship in the first trailer. So I don't know if that's true or not. Yep. Just, just, just give me Knights of Ren. Just show them, yeah, please. So I, I like that when Kylo and Ray do fight on that ship, though. Ray does the little uh, cross in front of herself, uh, the little Moulinet with her lightsaber that Kylo does when they first fight, and then all does the... she? Yep. She has a little flip. I didn't notice and that. And then all of Kylo's um, attacks are defensive. He's always parrying against Rey. That's like, true. She is attacking. Do you, you guys see? If you pause it in the middle of the in the middle of the lightsaber fight, you can see the turbo laser battery in the background. No. Do you, you guys see that shit? I mean, look at this. Well, here here here's the thing. I'm assuming right <laughs> because Star Wars is very good at this. In the final parts of of Return of the Jedi was the best time they did this. You got your ground battle, you got a space battle, and you got a Jedi battle. So I definitely think – I mean, that being said – You think that's how it will conclude? I think there's going to be three different things <clears throat> happening. I think there's going to be the fate of the Force, the fate of the galaxy, and the fate of the Resistance. The question is, like, who is part of what battle? I that's don't the, know, Corey! I don't that's know! That's the real question. Like, is Ray like, the Force, or is there something else happening? I don't like, even know. Why is Palpatine in the trailer? Why, and why is, is he on voice? the poster? I don't know. That's just like, so many... That's not a cameo like, anymore. That being said, he's been on book covers of random books before that he never shows up in, so... Yeah, but a, f- <laughs> a, but a film... Okay, listen. Originally, like, when people talked about the, the, the Force Awakens stuff and The Last Jedi stuff, what trailer was it that had Darth Vader's breathing or something in it? Was it... I think it was Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah, so. and and people were like, well, you know, like because the emperors laugh in the first. This trailer, trailer has his breathing yeah, in it. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. But the but the first, I remember when people were talking back when the Force Awakens trailers came out, and they were they were like, Darth Vader's breathing in it, but he wasn't in the movie. It doesn't matter that Palpatine was in the teaser yeah. trailer at Celebration. Now he's on the poster, so and he's on the poster, and he voices over. He's the, the biggest one in the on the poster, yeah. which is really weird to me. I yeah. just I cannot think of a single way. All my knowledge of the expanded universe, outside of just pulling something out of my rear end, I cannot think of a single way to make it plausible that Palpatine is still alive, dude. But I think that what I think that there are ways because one, we have seen with Momin in the Darth Vader comics that at least spirits or versions of Sith, Sith can inhibit or can inhabit. Uh, uh, artifacts, right? Yep. We saw Lord Momin be in a helmet in Vader, and when you put that helmet on someone, then they were possessed by Lord Momin. So that is one option. And I think the other option is Darth Bane. Guys, what if Sidious has still been hopping between people, kind of like what Eric mentioned? Yep. It's like, so crazy to even consider, though. Yeah. It's like, But it would tie so much together. And I think it would be so cool that that's what, maybe that's what he was talking about when he was talking about how you can keep keep your loved ones from dying. Like, what yeah. if he was really referring to that Sith 
you know, it, it, the, way it of will doing take things. precious moments to explain that in the film. Is the only reason I don't think that they're just going to bring him back somehow. Like, yeah, I, I don't I, know. I, Maybe I, it's I, a he's hologram. Back. Or something. He's I don't, back. I don't know. We'll, we'll I don't know. I don't know. I hope <laughs> he's not a clone. I hope you don't do something stupid from the expanded universe, yeah. like the clone thing. That's dumb. All right, we'll find out what happens with Palpatine. Last thing, guys. How, we can't not talk there's, about this. So there's a new lightsaber in this in this trailer. There's so and, many uh, new shots okay. about so dark lightsaber ray oh, so i remember you know how people how, how you said i remember where i was when certain things happened in my life you know it's i remember where i was when i heard this news and i heard that my, my wife was pregnant and i was at work like i remember the tweet when i found out that ray was holding a double-bladed red lightsaber yes and i'm gonna when remember that, that till i die <laughs> when they leaked that on twitter yesterday i almost lost it like for real like they like I was like, there's no way this is real. But then again, me too. I thought it was a joke. These people <laughs> just walked out of this, and multiple people are saying that Ray's holding a double bladed red lightsaber in this trailer. I'm just like, and that, that sounds pretty flipping real. And the thing is, not only is it a double bladed lightsaber, it's like double blades, and then it, it's a Temple Guard double bladed lightsaber. Yeah, like straight out of Rebels. That's. <sighs> I mean, I I can't even I okay. But where where would that even have? Come I don't from? know. Like where. Like who made this? It's a it's a vision. It has to be. I, like, I agree. There's I agree. like anybody that's saying that it's anything but a vision is gotta or, be crazy. Or okay, yeah. So it's Even, either a vision. No, I think, sorry, I was gonna say or something else, but that's also technically a vision. So I think it's either like Luke's Empire Cave, right? Or yeah. it could be like Yoda's um, dark form from Clone Wars season six. That would be a stretch for a film. True. Um, but it, it's, but it's spiritually I, I, similar. I, I think it's I think it's the Dagobah cave. I think that's what she's seeing. But it, also, yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed, but do you hear? I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, Charles. But no, do, do you guys hear? If listen to so put the put the sound at like a minute forty. Okay, oh, no, I already closed it out. Okay, if you put the if you put it at like a minute forty two, a minute forty, like and listen to it, the background sort of ambient sound is almost identical to the Force Vision ambient sound that was in the Force Awakens. Ooh. Like, listen, Matt, Matt, yeah. I want you to will you like I want you to just to splice it in here and listen to it. Dang, I could see it. Yeah. Like it just sounds think, very guys, similar to that that ringing, whistling kind of noise. And now here's a question: yeah. is the, is this Ray's vision or is it Kylo's vision? Because then rem- remember in Last Jedi, Kylo said, "I saw something too, and you'll be the one to turn." So is what this is what she, he saw? What is she facing here? Like I don't know. Like she looks so robotic. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, so there's a little bit. Of- that's why I think it's definitely a vision. Even if you look at like the way that the hood is like resting on her head, like it just doesn't look real. No, it like doesn't. that is a CGI hood. Like there's, you know what I mean. Like there's just too much about this that feels a little bit off. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I don't know, man. I'm. I'm so excited. I'm speechless. I'm literally. I'm not speechless. We've been talking for an hour. You know what I mean? I I have nothing. Can you can you can you imagine being she, being in the crowd when they showed this? No. Oh my god. No. no. But, I, but dude, she's she's also in a snowy environment. Yeah. And I think that's interesting in and of itself cuz where where have we seen like a snowy environment in Starkiller base? The footage. But also oh no the uh right, the planet so that Zori Star Bliss Killer. is from I think had snow on it. Nuts. Uh, so anyway, so all that is ugh. So yeah. Oh my god. So that's and then uh, it ended, and that's where we've been for the last day, everyone. Um, I, I'm so excited for what this movie has to come yep. out. I cannot believe that it's a mere four months away. Yeah, like, and it is the is most – I don't know what I expected. This is like Return of the King level epic. I mean, it is – It is. The number – It really cause, is. Because having just watched 7 and 8 back-to-back, like I think two weeks ago – Seven was is awesome and a lot of fun, and eight is awesome and kind of more intimate. And this is like n- this is vast. It is giant. Yeah. It is epic. It it is brilliant. I yeah. I can't wait. And, and I really feel like they're gonna live up to tying t- like all the trilogies together. Yes, without a doubt. I really do. Yeah, yeah. And I really can't. And, I really can't wait to see what what this holds for the expanding universe too. Yeah. Like, Agreed. Like, and on that note, I wanna I wanna say this because 
we got a ton of new footage we got a ton of people speculating online and there are all kind of theories running around i want to encourage people who are listening to this have high expectations for this movie Ooh. right i'm not going to tell you to go in with low expectations so that you'll come out happy but do not have specific expectations for this movie yep. right i think that's important once you start feeling like you are owed a certain plot point or storyline or anything like that you are setting yourself up for failure yep. Do not do that to yourself. That's what happened to people before The Last Jedi. If you just approach this movie for what it is, have some thoughts about what might be fun if it happens, I promise you this movie is going to blow us all straight out of the water. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I couldn't that, agree that more. Is the, yeah. There's nothing even to say. That's like the perfect way to go into the movie. You're, you're At this point, after all the controversy that was The Last Jedi, at this point, like if that's not your attitude, then you shouldn't even go see it. Yeah. Like, you, you need to just... <laughs> Be excited because just, look at yeah, what we got. Be, be joyful. Choose to love it. That's what you have to do with Star Wars. Yeah. Choose to love it. Like choose to like approach all of this with a, a, a lens full of joy and just get pure entertainment out of it. And that's that's the only way to go into the theater. God. All right. So that's what we're excited about from D23. Uh, I'm not going to do our full outro on this episode because we have another episode coming out this Thursday. Charles and Corey, I'm going to say it now because if you listen to this episode, you get a little preview. Charles and Corey were lucky enough to sit down with Delilah Dawson, author of Black Spire, which came out on Tuesday. So depending on when this comes out, either today or yesterday. So be sure to pick up Galaxy's Edge Black Spire. Listen to our interview with Delilah Dawson on Thursday. Tweet at us at LivingForcePod with anything you thought about this footage. And man, oh man, can we not wait. I'm Eric. They're Dr. Corey, Dr. Charles. We love you guys. May the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the Force be with you.